0: Hi, it's Neil, and I'm back with Elena Davis. Welcome back. Thank you. I just told her on break that I'm convinced that she is not only connected to a higher power, that she is an angel. Thank you. And sh- would you share what you said back about the woman at the stoplight?
1: Yeah. I, you know, uh, 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 people often ask me, you know, did you ever see the woman again that asked you for the mm-hmm. water, which is really the, a message that was delivered through her in this way and I said, you know, no, I've never seen her again. And um, I, I have people often ask me, you know, well, do you think she was an angel? And she just had to ask you that. So this, you know, you would carry, you have this mission, you know, do you think she really existed? And a, a lot of people say that to me. So, you know, and I say, you know, I don't know. Obviously, I wouldn't know, but I do know through her. Um, this very important program has um, been delivered. So. Right. Well, through yeah. you.
0: And you're obviously connected to it, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, And you said, well, we all are. Some of us just aren't as... Consciously conscious- connected. Consciously mm-hmm. connected. Yeah. There's all sorts of energy around us. Yes. And being in the modeling business and living in Paris and New York... And living in those cities and spending lots of time in those cities where you're out on sidewalks and streets, you become very keen to the energy of everybody on the street with you. And, you know, sometimes for no reason, you just cross the street. You know, this is what people you're you obviously are really tuned in and I'm way down here but some somewhat tuned in. <laughs> I don't in. think so. Somewhat tuned in, but there yeah. are people who are not tuned in at all and I just invite, I would just love to see what a what a better planet we would all be mm-hmm. e- experiencing if everyone were just a little more put a little more effort into just being open to Whatever it is.
1: Well, I think even that you could just make that description. I mean, actually, <clears throat> you're saying that, and I'm just, yes, I totally get that. But maybe that's a part of what has gone wrong is it requires being on the street and amongst the people and connected mm-hmm. to people to keep that alive. I think it's something that's very natural to who we are. I mean, it's, it's a spiritual sense, really, right? Yes. It's a sixth sense. It's a, it's a, it's our intuition. Right. It's this other part of us that, um, I think it gets shut down when we start living lives that are so compartmentalized and so materialistic. Yes. And so, um, Cut off from the people in the streets, and it, it's how you keep it alive. Which is why people need people too. I mean, it's That's something. That's
0: exactly right.
1: You know, and it, it's a. a I made a live stream about this earlier. You know, it was like uh, there's a, a a study that came out, that was funded by the Gates Foundation, and it's about uh, elevating poverty so people, poor people, can access and be a part of the American dream.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's a
1: it's a wonderful report. I read through it and I thought, you know, I am waters already embodies and and is activated in so many of the punchlines and the results of what was in, in the study.
0: But, Fantastic.
1: but I was this morning what I said on the live stream on I am waters was, you know, we have moved. It is a community fix. That was a part of what was okay. in the thing, which was an earlier live stream this past week for me or this week for me. But it's like, you know, the cities across the nation have outlawed basically being homeless. I mean, if you panhandle or beg, you get a ticket. If if you're homeless. Now, if you're domiciled and you're trying to feed or help someone who's homeless, you get a ticket. So, I mean, and there was a veteran that was arrested in Florida. This was over the holidays. Ten people were arrested and ticketed in various parts of California over the holidays. Good Samaritans trying to feed people, and I thought, well, you're outlawing compassion. Right. I mean, you're outlawing humanity, really. Sickening. But I can, you know, it's it's a problem because it's people that help people. I think we saw this demonstrated during Harvey, Mm -hmm. and that's a very powerful you know, it's, it's this part of who we are and it's what I love about Texas. It's Mm -hmm. what I love about coming back to Houston. I mean, we, we travel all over the place. Right. But I love coming here there, that sense of earthiness and that sense of spirituality and that altruistic, um, innate thing about being a good person and being a good American and being a good neighbor. You know, that's still very alive and well here. And I think we saw it like on, you know, fire (laughs) during Harvey. So it was mm -hmm. it
0: was inspiring to Mm -hmm. people all over the world and to people right here. It was super powerful.
1: Yeah, and I think we've lost that. I think you can't. It can go away quickly for feeding people you that can't. are starving. That's the starving. stupidest thing ever. And every time yeah. I see a
0: story like that on the news, my yeah. head explodes. Yeah, I'm like, what is wrong with what is wrong yeah. with this? Yeah, why is this happening? Yeah. how is this happening?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I hope it's a part of what I am Waters is bringing to the convers. Well, you know, I w- to say conversation may be an overstatement because. There's really nothing conversant about this space yet. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I I do hope that is a part of uh, you know an attribute that we are bringing in mm-hmm. is to shine a light on this. I mean it's people. If I can have Alexa in my house, right, <laughs> and say that I need paper towels, but don't stop me from talking to the guy outside my door, right, that needs food or help or love or a smile or you know what sure. I mean? Yes. This is this is where we st- I think we start getting into a danger zone as like humans and people and
0: we we have become very desensitized. We've become blind. We've become deaf. We've just become ignorant in so many ways. Do you think it is generational? Do you think that, um, you know I I observe young people like under fifteen they're so socially conscious mm-hmm. and I think you know I'm 58 so my generation is probably one of the generations that is in aware and in touch to a degree but this for for this these young people they have onboarded it they have taken it in it yeah. is a part of their identity. consciousness and their identity in yeah. everything they do they're looking, they're little social justice warriors. And, yeah. You know, they are really, they want to address homelessness and all these things yeah. that are all around us. And it, it inspires me because I think, well, maybe we have a chance because these young people are so committed to this, mm-hmm. but they're so aware of it. Like I might be committed to it, but not necessarily aware or vice versa. And these kids, they're really on it
1: well and you know i think that's true there are, you know kids are exposed to a lot and i have to say you know one of the things that i i often say it's like there's so many causes but there's so little humanity that's so a
0: powerful statement it's
1: you know it's like yeah we have more causes ever than ever I mean right. I'm 51 and when we were starving and wanted food when we were growing up which was just in the 70s mm-hmm. there were no food banks there no. were, there wasn't shelter and helps and campaigns and the and the things that are available there today There was
0: no I am waters
1: Yeah ex- thank you and yeah <laughs> and a lot of these other organizations that do this So today we have more causes than ever but I think the litmus test with Is that really creating more humane humans? I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, we have to see because I also look at the Daily Mail and I see people watching other people get beat up and videoing it instead of intervening and trying to do something about it. Is
0: that not shocking? So, you know, (laughs) I don't get that.
1: You know, the the litmus test, you know, they say the proof is in the pudding, right? I mean, you know, I don't know. I hope so. But I also think it's a pendulum swing.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I yeah. think that we do need to go back. I think we've at the technology, all this. It, it's all good, but I think it's bad. And as we move into I Am Jobs, yes. and I'm really looking and so in touch with, you know, the part of my life which has to do with the affluence and the connectivity and my wonderful husband who supports me and has supported me through this. I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. And these corporate connections that we have. I mean, that's, you know, that's the network that we're using in addition to a really amazing woman that is come in to build out I Am Jobs, Rachel Bicker, who we love. Awesome. Um, you know, she's taking these, her connections, our connections, and creating a um, network for us to leverage for jobs. Right. And, good jobs i mean not just jobs but careers but as i start reading about the first staffless automated grocery store which is in seattle it scares
0: me yes well we're there
1: because we on the brink we don't want to lose those jobs no we We don't want automated trucks it's really the last vestige of a great employment for blue collar workers right so we can't lose that yeah we Uh, can't
0: it's frightening to me too
1: So I don't know, you know, it's like, are we more in touch with Mm -hmm. need and people and humans and life because of social media or, you know, or are we, or are we not? I don't know.
0: We're finding out. Yeah. As you said, we're in the learning curve right now and we're seeing what shakes out, what sticks Mm -hmm. and mental illness is a huge problem in this country and people are so cruel to people who have problems that they did not create they this happened to them at it was in their DNA or you know circumstances or whatever until you've been until you've faced some of the things that are horrific that some of these people have faced you don't know how you would react and you know the mental illness problem in America is something that must be addressed and there's never enough focus on it, you know, and it hurts me when people mock other people and make fun of people. Mm -hmm. It's cruel and unkind, but it also is part of the problem Yeah, because it tells you where people's consciousness is on the topic. And, um, instead of looking through the eyes of compassion, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. We have so much, so much going on. The country as a whole is Mm -hmm. very divided among, racial lines Mm -hmm. for one thing, which is, that is hurtful to Mm -hmm. every single thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because homeless people are white. They're Latin. They're every shade in the rainbow. They're gay. They're straight. They're, uh, you know, and it's something, um, that I think has been stereotyped. I think that, you know, I was born in 1959, so you know, when I was a kid, you'd the people that you saw on the street were not usually white right you know i mean right. for whatever reason mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now um
1: the demographics have changed dramatically dramatically yes yeah
0: you're right and go ahead
1: well you know the 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 majority of the homeless are are white and african american mm-hmm. but You never saw a homeless Latino or a homeless Asian. I mean, if you start thinking about it, like you just don't see homeless Asian people and you don't.
0: Not so much. No,
1: because it's just culturally. I mean, everybody, nobody kicks out their family. However, in Los Angeles, there was a significant spike in Latino homelessness. And I don't know if that's because it's a sanctuary city and there's just Could more be. people there in poverty that, you know, aren't able to make it into a life. So they're falling to where any American would fall that didn't have a home or income. Sure. Or, um, but also the demographics of the L.A. area has changed. Sure. Um, so you're right. I mean, it's you know why what feeds this um, it's hard to know but there's absolutely demographic shifts right but back to your mental illness point you know it's unfair to the mentally ill and they are the ones that are the most visible and it also makes it a very hard sell if you will to the, you know, 44% of the homeless that are families. and
0: It's 44% of the God. homeless are families. That's amazing.
1: So, you know, in, law, in, in the United States, according to the Department of Education, and we like, we rely a lot on Department of Education because the HUD pit count is so, it's not very scientific. We'll put it that way. But there's 2.5 million homeless children in our public school system in the United States. Wow. So they'd have to have at least one parent with them or they would be in foster care. So right there, you've got 5 million homeless people. people. And those are just the ones checking the box saying I'm homeless. Uh They could have a sibling and then another parent with them. So um, we don't know about them we don't see them. We only see the mentally ill and mm-hmm. maybe the drug addicted. And I think this makes it very difficult on this greater population helping this greater population of homeless. But we need to do something with our mentally ill. I mean, I think by and large in the United States there was something I five, six years ago I was at a luncheon and I heard a very renowned psychologists talk about um, his field was mental illness there was like and I don't know if this was 2012 2011 but there was something like 85 billion dollars in revenue lost in the United States because of people just your everyday person that struggles with anxiety you know, depression, right. schizophrenia, bipolar, just a loss of revenue out of the workforce. Staggering. It's staggering. And so, you would
0: think companies would want to invest in things other than the typical things that they do in terms yes. of their workforce. I'm talking about you know, it
1: needs it we need it. We and do. I'm glad Michael Phelps came up talking about his depression. Yes, that was very
0: that. surprising Brave. and very heroic. Yes, I mean, for sure.
1: But it needs to be spoken about. And the people that we see on the street, you know, there's so many people that are homeless because they're bipolar. And, you know, it's in the study that we have that we just did. Um, you know, we know the homeless have. High levels of education. Sure, we meet with them through I am Jobs all the time. You know, they're lawyers. They're, you know, nurses. They're all kinds of educated. Well, very they few have people.
0: It's true what you're saying, and very few people take the time to go, and actually have a conversation, with a with a homeless person because of all the things we discussed of fear and so forth. But if you ever do, you can you're you can be very shocked at the lives the productive lives these people led at one point yeah and um, uh, there was a guy that lived was homeless where i lived in new york and i used to walk my dog late at night and and one time he came up to me cuz i would always give him a dollar or buy him soup or something and he said i want you to know something the word is out on you no one's ever going to harm you in this oh. in, in this neighborhood we're watching and we're protecting you oh. and i was like oh my god i love you so much you know yeah. so he wasn't crazy at all yeah. he was just a victim of some very unfortunate mm-hmm. circumstances and
1: obviously a person who can be bonded with
0: oh totally right oh, absolutely. And he bonded
1: to you and wants to protect you right. and he has everyone around him i mean when i left new york amazing.
0: before i left i took him aside and i said this is to help you get your i mm-hmm. be back because I'm I'm moving. I'm not going to see you anymore. And the last time I was there and visited my old neighborhood, he was gone. So wow. I hope that means yeah, that you're, that, that, that took him in a different direction. Yeah, We're going to be going in a different direction in a second when we come back. I'm loving sitting here talking to you. I'm learning so much with Elena Davis. I am Waters Foundation. Come right back.